expose my mind to clarity. Oh, my spirit shudders. Capture the moment uh, to keep my sanity and the wisdom rushing in. So much clearer. everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Oh Shoot. We have a guest on today's episode. I am chatting. I am live with Kirsten (laughs) Jones, the one and only. Um, And it has been like such a long time coming having her on my podcast Um, because I reached out to her when she got married and obviously like it just wasn't happening. Um, But now she's like more free and I'm super excited to just hear all of her wisdom about all of these different topics we're going to talk about. So Kirsten, go ahead, say hi to everyone. Give everyone the lowdown on who you are and, you know, obviously like what you do. Okay. Awesome. Well, I am so excited to be here chatting with you. Um, I am, even though it's taken a while, I'm happy it's finally happening. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so I am Kirsten Jones, um, photographer, uh, educator. Um, this is my 12th year doing photography. So it's been an incredible career and it's been a long time in the making to get to this point right here. So, um, yeah, that's what I do. Cool. 12 years. That's a long time. That's crazy. You're like, (laughs) so that was like when I graduated high school. Like, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I I feel like that's where it starts for a lot of people is just like fresh out of high school. You just like get right into it. Yeah, exactly. And it was slow. It was slow starting, but you know, the more consistent you are, the more success can come. So I never would have imagined it. Like back then, like really back then it was studio shoots, which actually studio, well, not that kind of studio, but certain studio vibes are coming back. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, back then it was like very flash and like painted backgrounds, right? It was so different than what it is now. So when I had picked this career, I did not imagine that I would be traveling the world and meeting all kinds of people, you know, like Instagram came out right when I graduated high school. So it just kind of slowly Mm -hmm. allowed me to meet a bunch of people around the world. So yeah, crazy. you just never know what you're getting into. And like, it's evolved so much too, from when you first started. So it's like, you just have to be willing to go with the times. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And even now I feel like, um, some of my photographer friends and I chat and, um, last summer we feel like it took such a turn even because like, I feel like this, uh, the style was very consistent for a lot of years. It was like that fun, playful vibe. And now I feel last year it totally changed to like editorial and flash and not saying that the, um, fun, playful vibes aren't in still, but mm-hmm. it's, it's just different. And so, yeah, you have to be willing to continuously change. So, yes, I find that a lot of my clients kind of want a mix of like the trendy stuff, like mm-hmm. you're saying editorial, but then they also want those classic photos too, of just like candid smiling, like that stuff. So yeah. I feel like it's really, it's honestly good to be kind of both styles and be able right. to provide both because it's, exactly. it's fun to try out new stuff but at the same time, like kind of keep it at its core. Yeah. It, that's also good too. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. And you never know. I mean, you don't want to change too much because things come back around, you know? Yeah. <laughs> that's true. And that's you true. true to yourself. Yes, you know, you exactly. <laughs> you're not just because other people are doing it. So, yeah. yeah, so true. Well, I would love to hear your like business origin story, kind of like walk me through kind of like those big events in your business. I know you said you started fresh out of high school, but just kind of like, give me a little bit of the rundown on like what it's been like for you. Okay. So, um, yeah, I started in high school. I had just done photography classes, which basically taught you about Photoshop, not like going out and doing shoots. You know, we would do a few here and there at the school, but it was like my little point and shoot 
camera like Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I mean I made it work but anyways I realized that I really enjoyed that you know I was going to dental assisting school I did not enjoy that and so I had the opportunity to do an internship with a photographer and that was where I was like okay I'm going for it. This is my path. So then I just kind of stuck with it from there. Um, I was working part-time as a hostess at a restaurant, Mexican restaurant, which was, I loved that because I love Mexican food. So (laughs) it was working out great for me. Um, And then I slowly would get more and more shoots. You know, I, it was mostly just word of mouth at that point. I wasn't doing anything on Instagram. I wasn't advertising. It was just people I knew in high school, friends, family, whatever. Um, And then Yeah, I ended up after four years of doing part-time hostessing and part-time photography, I felt busy enough with photography to go full-time. Like I would take my computer to the hostess stand at the restaurant and be editing photos while I'm like hostessing. So I was like, okay, (laughs) this probably isn't good. So um, I, yeah, I decided to quit and I went full-time with photography and from there, I would say that was when I decided I was like, okay, I would love to travel for photography. How cool would that be? I didn't even know it was like a realistic thing, right? So mm-hmm. um, then I started kind of advertising that and um, it took me about, I don't know, two years or so to start traveling and then it just snowballed from there. Um, and then it was, I went from mostly shoots in Utah to mostly shoots out of Utah and, um, yeah, and then here we are. I mean, yeah. <laughs> there's been like, it's been so fun. I feel like mm-hmm. I've, the people that I've met and the friends you're able to make through photography is amazing. People who mm-hmm. can relate to you and understand what you're talking about and wanting to plan shoots. It's so fun. So yeah, I for it. sure. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the, the community within photography is just like, kind of like irreplaceable and it's just it's so valuable to the point where it's like even if it's not your full-time job and it even if you're not like making mad amounts of money from photography you still get such a great valuable thing which is just like friends like I feel like people just really get you and like the photography yeah yeah, the photography community is just like they're just really cool people so yeah 100% I yeah love that it's like a lesson that you've learned and it's yeah it's great yeah totally because I feel like in the beginning I felt like a lot of people were it was more competition than community right Mm -hmm. and the one person who helped me um in the beginning her name's Ashley she I was like oh I love your editing style like I need help you know and she was the only one who was like willing to take me under her wing and help me out, you know? And from then on, it was like, okay, well, first I'd never want to be someone who won't help other people, you know, Mm -hmm. because this was so helpful. And even though it was only a few months that we worked together, I feel like I learned so much that I still use in my business today, you know? Mm -hmm. So being willing to help and such is awesome. So anyways, yeah, yeah, I love that part of it. Cool. Well, I don't have my wedding ring on. (laughs) Oh no, people are going to think you're not married. (laughs) We can't have that. Yeah, that's true. I actually don't have mine on either, but I just have like my tattoo. Yeah, it's true. Got to convince my husband to do one of those. (laughs) I've seen that people put a letter on their finger and I think it's so cute. Oh, that is cute. I've been wanting like some different finger tattoos of just like other meaningful stuff. Yeah, I know. Finger tattoos are still that. Yeah. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> so I want to talk about posing with you and like how to make your clients comfortable and all of that. Um, okay. because it's something I feel like you're really, really good at. It's very evident in your work. Like when you look at your work, you can tell everyone feels very comfortable with you. So I wanted to ask you, like, what is your approach to posing? Um, I feel like first of all, I go into it just wanting to have fun. Like I want them to leave the shoot being like, okay, that was the most fun I've ever had in my whole life. Cause, and, and a lot of people do, they come into it so nervous and then they leave saying, wow, I didn't expect it to be that fun, you know, or Mm -hmm. I just, yeah. So anyways, um, and then I also want the photos to feel like light and happy and romantic. And so going into it with that mindset, I feel like helps me get through the shoot, um, and Mm -hmm. achieve the goal, you know? Right. Yeah. It definitely helps to just not take it super seriously. I feel like when you're so worried about the poses and you're not willing to even like feel it out from like an artistic standpoint, like that's a really hard place to be in because your clients are going to feel that, you know, you kind of have to make it feel very fluid when it comes to posing and kind of like 
just like this movie or like music video that you're conducting. It's more so like all about making it a continuous experience rather than this pose, this pose, this pose. Okay. Peace. I'm out. Yeah. And and making them feel comfortable too. Like, um, if they don't feel comfortable or if, if, and you're in charge of that, obviously, like as, as far as complimenting them and, um, chatting with them and making them feel like you're their best friend. Um, and then also making them focus on each other with the posing, you know, so that they're Mm -hmm. not so aware of the camera, anything to kind of make them focus on each other, because that's when I feel like the magic really does happen is when they don't even remember I'm here, you know, like I want them to have fun with me and I want to have conversation with them. But what's more important is that they are focused on each other. And I mean, that can be for couples and families or anything, you know, it doesn't just have to be for one person. So, um, so yeah, but I also like to move relatively fast, like kind of what you're saying, um, as far as like making it feel like a movie, um, because then they don't even have a time to sit and think about feeling awkward. Right. Mm-hmm. So whether it's just slight movements in their heads or putting their hands somewhere else, I mean, I do tell them, I say, I start by saying, um, just continue moving. Like I'll pose you, but continue moving, focus on each other. And then if I want them to stop, I'll tell them, but for the most part, I just want it to be a continuous thing. So, mm-hmm. so when it comes to like talking to your clients, do you find that you like, you are talking to them continuously while you're shooting, or do you kind of give them an opportunity to talk to each other and interact with each other? And you're just kind of there. I feel like it's both half and half, honestly. Like if I have a question come up, I'll ask them and you know, cause something will trigger it where I'll be like, Oh, I want to ask this. But, um, other than that, it's either me saying, Oh, this looks so good. And, you know, talking to them or them just focused on each other. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So balance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you don't want to be talking at them the whole time to the point where they feel like they can't even, like, catch catch a minute and just, like, enjoy the experience, you know? Because it's not all about you. Yeah, exactly. And, like, the talking – I mean, you can't talk and have your photo taken. It would be, like – it would be weird, right? Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, I feel like um, I mostly do a lot of the talking as we're walking to the location – right? Getting to know them and things. But then if we're walking from one spot to the other, then I'll keep asking them questions. But, um, as far as like when we're actually doing the photos, I, I mean, I can't think about questions and think about posing at the same time. I I don't have it in me. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. it's just like, yeah, I would, yeah, it's a good balance, but. Okay. So let's talk about some of your favorite poses, like kind of walk me through, um, your favorite things that you do during a session when you're actually like, telling people, you know, do this, do that. Okay. Um, first of all, anything with movement, right. Anything that's going to generate laughs. So whether that's running in circles, bumping into each other, um, and then kind of swapping hands so that it, I don't know, it just, that gives it a little different variety. Um, or I, one of my favorites is to have them like facing each other, um, the girl's arms up over on the guy's shoulders and, he's nuzzling into her neck or he's kissing her and she's dodging the kisses. Some people do it so big and like, like they're going to fall over. And then other Mm -hmm. people do just like little pecks and it's cute and it's different and it's romantic, you know? So Mm -hmm. I like that pose because it gives a lot of variety depending on the couple you're um, dealing with. And then, um, what else I would say I'm rolling around on the ground Um, really any pose that you can think of, whether it's just like a serious side by side, as long as you add movement to it, it's going to create something special. So, Mm -hmm. um, but I would say, yeah, the, the dodging, the kisses is probably my favorite. I like that. I've actually never, I've never heard of that. I've never actually done like a dodge before, but that sounds so fun. Like I got an example because it, it can turn out so cute. Like just especially the ones who are willing to go all out with it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so yeah. I really love those ones. Um, and I actually learned that one from another photographer at a workshop. Um, one of my okay. friends, Duke, he was hosting a workshop and one of the photographers there was posing and I was like, Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what I love about photography. It's like, you kind of get in your way of doing things and then 
the second you get to see somebody else shoot, you're like, oh, cool. I'm going to use that too. (laughs) So I can't take credit for that one, but yeah. Yeah. When you said swapping hands earlier, what, Mm -hmm. what does that mean? Okay. So say they're like running, holding hands side by side. Um, so their hands are in the middle and then like the girl runs in front of the guy and switches hands or vice versa, you know, um, one of them is switching. So then it just, depending on your angle. And I would probably have them run in a circle during this because you're getting so much variety at that point. Right. Mm -hmm. And I would do it close up. I would do it far away so that it's telling a story almost. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, just, I don't, I, I should stand up and like show you how I, what I mean, but (laughs) no, I, it makes sense. I, I think that idea of just like doing like a pose like that, where, it, you know, it could be interpreted so many different ways, getting it from close up far away. And then on top of that, you're having them run in a circle. So it's literally like you're getting all the different angles of your landscape. Like you could probably get away with doing at that point, like three poses and calling it good because you get so many, yeah, so many photos out of that. So it just goes to show like, if it's the right thing, like with the right movement, like, like you said, you always, even if it's a still, pose like you want to still add movement into it I in my head I'm thinking of like I don't know if they're like both facing you with a straight face you can still have like someone's hand like moving up and down like rubbing someone's back or someone's arm or something like that which is going to kind of make it feel less like a photo shoot and more like a moment yes exactly and then not only are they moving but you're moving too so like when you're moving in and out they're moving in and out um you're going to get an incredible amount of variety that way. Mm. So, and yeah, it's going to continue to feel like a, a movie scene. Yes. Yeah. So since we're talking about posing, I wanted to ask you about remembering poses because this is like such a thing. Like everyone says like they show up to shoot and they completely blank. This happens to me too. So like, do you do anything to help you remember poses or like what, what has helped you remember things in the past, like in the moment? Um, so I would say that I go into the shoots knowing I want, um, not only just close-ups and far away shots, but also running, sitting, walking, standing, um, playful ones. So then I have ideas under all of those sections, right. Of poses. And then if I'm like drawing a blank, I'm like, okay, have I done them walking away or have I done a sitting one or, have I done a regular smile, you know, like, so I just have a bunch of options under each, but that kind of gives me a guideline for what to go off of. Yeah. Um, but also I feel like, and I think you said this, but not putting too much pressure on yourself or the clients to have these perfect poses planned out. Right. Cause it's not going to go like that, you know, setting your expectations, um, too high can be bad. Right. So um, just, yeah, having realistic expectations and also just going with the flow and enjoying what they give you. Sometimes, um, it wouldn't even be a pose that I thought of, uh, the client is just doing it, you know, because that's just them. And that ends up being one of my favorite poses, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, it'll be like an, in the moment in between the shot kind of thing. And I'm like, wait, don't move, keep doing that, you know? So, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, but yeah, just, I really like that. Yeah. Yeah. It, when it comes to posing, like, I think you said it perfectly. Like there are, there's kind of like these general body positions. And then underneath that are variations of where do you put your hands? What do you do with your face? So like sitting, standing, walking, Mm -hmm. laying down, Mm -hmm. you know, those are the pretty basic things that we photograph, you know? And then there's like, maybe like getting picked up that might be another one but those are just absolutely yeah generic like body positions and just like you're basically just saying okay what do I want them to do with their bodies and then underneath that is like a variation of like okay where do you put your hands what do you do with your face like what movement am I incorporating into being picked up that's going to give me like the the type of photos that I want I feel like you kind of have to start there and that's going to be super easy to remember that's like five five things to remember. Right. And then the variations underneath that, those are just natural, you know? Exactly. Yep. 
yeah, that was very well said. You said it great. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Perfect. Well, yeah. I feel like we have like the same thing in our brains. Like I think our brains yeah. are the same. That's why yeah. I'm like, I'm like, yes, that's exactly yeah. what I do too. <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's talk about some like lessons that you've learned in posing. So like, have there been any moments where you've, you did something and then you learned like, Oh, this, this is like a lesson moment for me. Is there anything that kind of sticks out in your brain about like that? Um, I think the biggest one that stands out, cause I used to, when I was first, um, shooting, I would, I, I just am not a super outgoing person, right? Like I describe myself as an extroverted introvert because it's like, <laughs> I need my time. Right. So, Mm -hmm. um, I used to have my sister come to the shoots with me to help me with posing. And then I would like literally have ideas on my camera that I had screenshotted from like Pinterest or something, right. That I wanted Mm -hmm. to try. And while I think that's good, um, cause it gives you new ideas. I also, I think it's bad because it removes you from the moment and like your brain working through what pose to do next, you know, like Mm -hmm. you're, I don't know. You're just like, okay, hold on. Let me look at this. And then, so anyways, I feel like that. And then along with that was being comfortable with my posing, right? Being confident that how I'm posing is good. And what I, I don't know, like, I just feel like when you're confident, your clients will feel comfortable, right? Mm -hmm. They're like, oh, she knows what she's talking about. So, um, that was probably the biggest lesson. Um, but also yeah. knowing that there aren't any rules with posing, you get to do what you want to do and mm-hmm. <laughs> how you want to do it. And I mean, an example, like blurry photos used to not be a thing. Right. And now they're huge. Everybody wants blurry photos. Like back then that would be like maybe a no, no, you know, but now it's awesome and, and you want to do it. So oh, I just almost <laughs> choked on my self anyway. So, <laughs> um, yeah. And then what else? Um, no, I think that would be my thing. <laughs> yeah. No, I really like that first thing you said about like how Pinterest poses and like inspiration and stuff really removes you from the moment. I just can picture in my head, like even like being a client and like just yeah. mm-hmm. having a photographer, just like all of a sudden, like, just like goes and like looks at poses and then comes back. Like, I really feel like a photo shoot is a moment, a music video, like that type of vibe. And every photo shoot is different. And you can't like put a Pinterest pose on a couple or on your client because like what you like about it is like the candid feel of that photo. And that's something that didn't come from them showing a Pinterest photo. It just happened from like movement and maybe like good direction. It didn't come as a result of like, replicate this exact pose like yeah. that, that that's yeah. not how they and got that doesn't that make you unique as a photographer either when you're copying someone else's work right mm-hmm. yeah um, I feel like so many of my my best shoots are just because you're just going and you're flowing you're flowing the clients are flowing it just works so yeah absolutely so let's transition to talking about making clients comfortable. It's it's kind of something we've talked about a little bit, but let's kind of dive into that because that is another question that literally everyone wants to know, like, how do I make people feel comfortable? So I guess like my question is like, why do you think it's like important to make your client comfortable for a photo shoot? Um, I think because it takes the pressure off of both of you, right? Feeling like there's a camera there and like they need to be, um, just a certain way for that. So yeah, just, I think it makes the whole shoot move a lot smoother when both Mm -hmm. of you are comfortable. Yeah. And it just makes the photos look better, honestly. (laughs) So much better. Yes. Yeah. And overall, like, I feel like the client experience is just like so much better if they leave feeling like, Oh, I was comfy and confident instead of like the having fun thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what are some strategies that you use, um, for making people feel comfortable with you? Like you talked about like asking them questions a lot. So like, just kind of walk me through some of those things that you do. Yeah. That, um, the constant confirmation and compliments, making them 
feel like what they're doing is right. Um, even if maybe you don't, I don't know, like say you pose something and you're like, Oh, that did not turn out how I wanted it to turn out. You know, like how I pictured it in my head, not making it seem like they did something wrong. Right. Because that was probably you, <laughs> you know, not explaining right or things like that. Mm-hmm. So just being like, Oh, that, that looks so good. And then moving on, you know, mm-hmm. um, And then, like I said, talking to them and then also just asking questions about their life. People like talking about themselves, you know, most of the time. Um, So asking how they met, asking what they like to do, whether they like to eat, um, which goes under the questions. Um, And then, Mm -hmm. like I said, poses where they focus more on each other than on me. Yeah. Do you think that maybe a longer lens would make clients feel more comfortable or less comfortable, you know, cause you're either closer or further away from them? Um, I don't know, actually. I, the only time I use a long lens is during a ceremony where I shouldn't be in close right? because that's like their moment and there's a lot of guests, but, um, I almost feel like I would feel so distant from them that I wouldn't feel like I'm connecting with them because a lot of the time when I am like on my, cause I shoot on my 35 most of the time and I'm like in close and I'm like, okay, I'm going to be like really in close and while you're kissing, this is awkward, but like they laugh and they think it's funny, you know, it's just like those bonding moments. And then, um, also if you're on a long lens, I feel like you aren't able to move around as much, um, where with the 35, you're like forced to move around. You have Mm -hmm. to get in close. You have to walk far away, but it gives you, it gives them time to breathe when you're far away. And then it gives them time to connect with you when you're close. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, that's a good answer. I like that. It just like popped into my head. I was yeah. like, I wonder if like your lens impacts comfortability. Yeah. yeah. No, know? that's a great question. I hadn't ever thought of that. Yeah. I hadn't either. <laughs> Let's test it out. <laughs> yeah, for real. Well, I, I always know like when I'm shooting with my husband, like he's usually on like an 85 and he's kind of far away and I'm like on a 35, I'm like all up in their business. And I kind of feel like while we're shooting, the clients definitely are more comfortable probably with me than with him because he is like, you know, all the way back there yeah, <laughs> and like exactly. doing his own like paparazzi thing, which exactly. could, it feels like paparazzi. Like yes. I feel like that. that. <laughs> exactly. I feel like that could be like a good thing maybe to do like in the middle of a session to kind of let them have a moment, like to talk to each other. Like maybe if you want more of like an intimate vibe that might be good but if you're really going for like those playful fun movement stuff um I feel like the 35 or something like a little bit wider is the move but it could be strategic to kind of you know back it up and give them some space yes absolutely yeah okay well now I know I'm doing for my next session cool (laughs) (laughs) um I wanted to ask you are are there any things that you do before a session that kind of help you with client comfortability? Um, I think one, including them in the conversation about outfits and locations is huge, right? Um, Mm -hmm. Guiding them. I just say, this is kind of, these are the colors that look best with my editing style. And these are the kind of locations that look best. And then, then they're more willing to trust you. Um, and what else? Um, oh, getting their input. So I'll have them create a Pinterest board for kind of what they want out of the shoot. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, that way we're not going into it and not, <laughs> I don't know, lining up like our ideas aren't lining up, you know, um, whether it's posing the location, the vibe, like maybe some people don't like the blurry photos and they don't really care to have those. Or maybe some people are really into the um, playful laugh. I don't know that vibe. And then the other people are very serious. And I mean, you can usually tell, I didn't have my clients do this until recently because I feel like there is a very different style, two different styles happening. Right. So it's good to see, but, um, yeah, that just, there's no questions in, in that case. And, um, Mm -hmm. they're getting exactly what they want. Right. So I feel like a lot of people have mixed feelings about Pinterest boards and like having Mm -hmm. their clients send Mm -hmm. Pinterest boards and stuff. So you feel like that is beneficial? Like, I think it just, 
tips. Yeah. To see like if they want, if they picture more of a romantic vibe or if they, and like blue hour, or if they picture more of a golden hour, I mean, you're still free to do whatever you want, obviously as the photographer. And, and it's not like I'm saying like, Oh, I'm going to only do those poses or that kind of thing. It just kind of gives me an overall feel for what they want, you know? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, what would happen if like someone sent you the Pinterest board and they're like, I want exactly this pose, exactly this. Like, do you ever get that? Or do you kind of set the expectation beforehand um, that that's not no. how it works? Yeah. Most people are coming to me because of how they see my work anyways. Right. As, mm-hmm. as it is. So, um, I don't feel like that's really a struggle. And if somebody was to say anything, I would say, okay, it's so like, it's good to know this, but also you have to let me do my thing too. Right. Mm -hmm. Like you have to let me use my creative side. So, um, but I haven't ever had anyone say, this is like exactly what I want. You know, I feel like for maybe some brides, um, on their wedding day when they give you a shot list. And in that case too, I say, because if you're like constantly looking at the shot list, you're not in the moment with them. You're not getting everything that's happening. And so, um, I just, I say, I, I make them aware, you know, I'm like, okay, I will try to follow this, but also I want to be in the moment. So, I mean, mm-hmm. most of those shots happen anyways, when you are in the moment. Right. Mm-hmm. And then like for outfits and locations, mm-hmm. like, have you ever had someone that just like will not follow the outfit guidelines or the location guidelines? And if so, like, how do you kind of do that? Is it like a must or is it just like a recommendation? It's just a recommendation because you still want it to be them, right? Like, right. ultimately, it's their photos. So I can only guide them to a certain point, but um, it definitely helps when they're willing. And most people are. I mean, I would say... There's only a handful of times where, cause I have the clients send me exactly what they're wearing before the shoot, just so I kind of know, you know, whether I'm basing okay. the location off of that or vice versa. Um, it's just good to have an idea. And there's only been a handful of times where I've been like, okay, I don't think that like these locate this location and this outfit really go together. Um, and then try to guide them in a different way. And most people are very receptive and willing to take the advice. So, um, Yeah. I think that's a good way to approach it. Like ultimately at the end of the day, it's their session. It's their photos. Like they are allowed to kind of do what they want. Um, you know, it's like, I'm not going to refuse to work with you because you want to wear a red dress and that doesn't fit my, (laughs) you know, like my color schemes. Like at the end of the day, I feel like that just kind of makes you like just I don't know like it just doesn't make sense like as like a person yeah exactly no if they said that they were wearing a red dress I'd be like awesome like here are a few locations that would look good with a red dress you know like Mm -hmm. I probably wouldn't um pick somewhere that's like very green because then you have a lot of green and a lot of red happening I'd pick somewhere that's very neutral you know so Mm -hmm. um but yeah I think it's really helpful to have that conversation with them just so you're both on the same page Yeah. 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 Um, so the last thing I want to ask you about this topic, um, is about like very awkward or like non photogenic clients, because this is like something that I feel like is inevitable. A lot of people deal with this. How, how do you approach people that are just like in general awkward and just not photogenic when you're like shooting them, you're like realizing like, Oh wow. Like, you know, this is going to be a little bit tougher than other people. Like, how do you approach that? Yeah. Um, I think I just, like I've had, there's only a few that stand out that were more awkward. Um, and in that case, I just take it a little slower than with others. You know, I may, I kind of start with the poses where it's more, they're more smiley, like looking at the camera, I'm slowly warming them up to work into those faster moving poses and the playful poses so that they feel more comfortable and, and sometimes it could take 10 minutes. Sometimes it could take a half hour, you know, it just depends. And sometimes people don't open up and you're just like, okay, well, um, that's okay. It's not, it's not a problem. Um, you just kind of get a vibe for what they, who they are, you know, and, and then you base your posing off of that. Um, Mm -hmm. I just, certain people I wouldn't do a lot of playful poses with, they're more of the serious vibes. And I mean, but ultimately 
I don't know it. I don't think it, I don't know. I, my mind was wandering. Yeah. It's, <laughs> but, I, it's, it's not really your job. Like if someone is yeah. not photogenic, it's not your job to like necessarily make them like a model, you know, yeah, like not at all. a lot, a lot of I the times I expect that out of anybody, you know, like yeah. some people are really comfortable with taking photos and others aren't. And yeah, no, it's not. I mean, you can make them feel comfortable to an extent, but you also can't make like magic happen, right? Like yes, yeah. you can't create something unrealistic with, um, cause it takes not only you, but it, they have to be willing to give also. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I see. I feel like a lot of the times in my couples, it'll be like the guy that just like, maybe like he feels like he's forced to be there or something like that. And oh, yeah. half, I feel like, you know, 80% of the time, like guys really warm up to it and they end up being fine. But then there's also like a small percentage of guys that just like, literally they're just like, I want to go home. Like, I do not care that I paid for this, like whatever. Um, oh. and you know, you can't like literally force someone's hand. Like, like you said, no. it's a two way no. street. And those ones, like there's, one guy that stands out and he's awesome now, but he hated, he was like, F this, I don't want to be at this shoot, you know, like, and I, I felt bad for the girl, but also by the end he was like, that was so fun. And now he loves the shoots. We've done like multiple shoots and he loves it. And then there's times where this, um, girl, she's a photographer here in Utah. Her husband hates photos. And, um, at the end of the shoot, I was like, D- but did you have fun? Like, I know you don't love photos, but did you have fun? And he's like, no. And I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> there's only so much I can do. <laughs> like, I thought it was fun. <laughs> so yeah, just guys do, they are the harder part of the, <laughs> like the girls are always so happy to be there. They just want yeah. to have their photos taken, you know, but mm-hmm. not all guys want to have their photos taken. So, but another thing that I love about it is, um, even well with posing, I guess, even when you are using the same pose over and over, like with shy couples, with, um, very out there couples, you're getting such a variety in what they give you. And that's, what's fun about it. Right. Like, and that's why you can repeat poses so often is because the way that people deliver that, that pose is so different. So even if it's an awkward couple and they aren't doing it kind of how I love to see it, that's okay because that's them and, um, and it gives variety to mm-hmm. yeah. their shoot and sets them apart from other shoots. So mm-hmm. do you find yourself like repeating poses, like basically every single session or like, do yeah, you... for sure. I could not possibly think of like after 12 years, I could not think of new poses, but, but I feel like the difference is what those poses turn into. Right. Okay. Because though I may have the same prompt in the beginning, um, they turn into a variety of things. So, and, Mm -hmm. and how I'm getting the shots, maybe I'm using the same pose, but I'm only getting their hands or maybe I'm just getting their heads or their feet, you know? So you make it what it can be. Yeah. um, I'm moving. So I really like that. That's like a really good way to look at it. Cause I feel like everyone feels like they need to reinvent the wheel every time they go to pose. Like it needs to be something so much pressure. Yeah. Like it has to be something unique and different and never foreseen, but it's like the thing that's different is your client. Every single time you have a different client. So they're going to do your prompts and poses differently than every single other person. Yeah. So your client and your location, I feel like will, open up different opportunities depending on yes. where you go, you know, like mm-hmm. a studio versus a field or mountains and a city, you know, like mm-hmm. there's so much variety that comes from the location too. So, yeah, I, since you brought up location, this is actually something I was going to ask you. Um, I guess I, I notice in your work and on your like Instagram feed and stuff, I actually, I show your feed to a lot of the people that I mentor because like people will be like, I want this vibe. And I'm like, okay, well your locations don't match the vibe. So you basically like have like, I don't know if you do this intentionally or not, but the places you shoot at, I feel like they always are either like wide open sky or like there's a lot of like whites and neutrals. I'm not seeing like a ton of like greenery and stuff. Is this like an intentional thing that you are doing? I'm assuming so. Yeah. Um, (laughs) depending on the time of year, obviously like in the spring in Utah, you can't, 
get away from the green. I mean, there's right. maybe a few locations that you can, but I, yeah, I feel like um, for my ideal client and the person that I'm trying to reach, that would be, that's why I put it out there. Cause that's who I'm trying to reach the people who want that kind of warm, creamy, neutral look. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I do feel like I'm more open to the colors now, like the greenery or, um, it just depends on the shoot, but yeah, what I mostly put out there is definitely <laughs> like fields or, right. you know, very open sky. So yeah, yeah, yeah. those are just my favorite locations. I don't know, like something where you can, uh, a location where you can look over across, um, mountain ranges or, um, fields. I just love. So mm-hmm. yeah, onto that. Yeah, no, same. I, I just had like a meeting with this bride like a couple weeks ago and she like really wants like, she sent me like examples of my work. Like yeah, she sent me stuff from like the salt flats and like where I was like literally like in an open field and like it was just the sky and like parking garages and stuff where it was very bright and white, mm-hmm. but her venue where she wanted to do photos is literally brick and trees. <laughs> And I'm like, I know. And I'm like, okay, so here's the thing. Like, (laughs) right. And I was like, we have to go somewhere else. And like, I feel like sometimes it's a matter of like asking your client, like, can you send me a Pinterest board? Can you send me my work that you like? So you can figure out like this location is way too dark. Like what you want is too dark. Like, here's what I would recommend. I feel like just a lot of pre-communication when it comes to locations is like, so key because otherwise they expect one thing and get something else and it all depends on the location like that is so huge and like the final result yeah if you don't talk about that you're setting yourself up for failure (laughs) really like both of you will be unhappy if you well you'll be unhappy because they're unhappy but right you know so yeah that conversation is huge yeah for sure so let's talk about work-life balance I feel like everyone struggles with this like just not being a workaholic, but also making sure you're getting stuff done. So how do you manage your work, but also manage having a life and relationships and stuff like that? Yeah. Um, well, okay. So first I don't want it to seem like I take any of this for granted because it has been incredible. Like it's amazing, but that was something that I really struggled with, right? Like the work-life balance was really hard for me because I'm a yes man and I just want to say yes to everything. Yes. So I, which was good and bad. I mean, it's good because you build such a good base of clients by doing a lot of shoots, right? It creates this Mm -hmm. web of clients for yourself, whether it's word of mouth or Instagram posting. Um, it's really helpful to be that busy. And if you can, then why not? Cause at that point I was, I was single. I was, I didn't have anything else to do, you know, but then it really did start to take its toll because I'm like, okay, well, I love my family time and I'm missing things because I'm going out of town. Um, I love to go to the gym and have some kind of routine. Uh, that was non-existent. Um, and then I obviously really wanted to get married and I mean, it all makes sense now with how it worked out. But at the time you're like, okay, this is hard. Like there was times where I just would like, I would break down to my dad and I'd be like, I don't want to leave anymore. Like I've gone, I'm gone so much that I just want to be home, you know? And so that happened after four years, probably of a lot of travel. So it wasn't always like that, <laughs> but it forces you into deciding what you want and what's important to you. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, because you have to be, ultimately you have to be happy um, with yourself and with your lifestyle before you can like give your best self to your clients. Right. So when I noticed that was kind of like, it wasn't matching up, that's when I had to sit down and change kind of how I was, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. cause for those four to five years, I mean, there'd be weeks where I'd go three places in a week. I went one week for an example was New York for a wedding to Yosemite for an engagement session to Puerto Vallarta for a wedding. So I was gone that whole week and then I get home and I'm shooting every single day. And then when do I edit, you know, and when do you even have time to think for yourself? (laughs) So, um, so yeah, it just eventually it burnt me out and, and that's okay. I mean, you got to learn somehow, but so yeah, I just adjusted kind of how I, 
envisioned my work and life balance going. Yeah. And yeah mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't want it to make it, I don't want to make it seem like I do not feel like the luckiest person because it seriously was incredible. But mm-hmm. when you're like traveling by yourself and um, just gone a lot, it, I don't know, you gotta, you gotta make time for yourself. So that's what I would tell people because it sounds so incredible to go, go, go. And you're going all of these amazing places, but that's all they're seeing. They're only seeing the good on Instagram. They're not seeing like what it does to a person in their personal life, you know? And and I'm not saying that I got like, I just knew I needed to make a change. So yeah. Yeah. That's a good thing to recognize. Like if you can say, I am so tired, I need to slow down. Like it's a good thing that you're able to recognize that. Did you like kind of cap like travel or like, how did you actually make, make it happen to where things were balanced? Like, did you like say I could only do this many travel shoots in a year or just kind of feel it out? How did, how did that work? Um, so what it came down to was I've decided that at the beginning of each year, I plan out my whole year as far as shoots, right? Like I say, Kate, I want three shoots per week and one to two weddings a month. And then depending on where those are, I would adjust, right? So I don't necessarily say, I think with travel, I just had to be like, okay, do I really want to go there? Is it really worth my time? Because not only are you, you're not able to do a shoot well, if it's a wedding and you're shooting the next morning, right? You're not able to do a shoot that night. Say it's Friday (laughs) and the wedding's on Saturday. You can't do a Friday night shoot because you need to travel to the location. Um, and then you need to shoot all day on Saturday and then Sunday you travel back home, right? Well, that's, is it like really worth your time to be gone for three whole days? Um, Mm -hmm. or could you get that exact same wedding in Utah? Right. So, um, I just, cause before I was like, heck yeah, I want to go all, I'll just go anywhere. I'll go to <laughs> Kentucky or, um, <laughs> or New York or just anywhere. But then I have to be like, okay, do I really want to go there again? Or is it better for me to just be home? And ultimately, like I kind of decided I was like, okay, I'm going to kind of focus more on families for a little while because that'll keep me local to Utah, you know, and mm-hmm. that'll be less traveling. And, um, when I get those shoots that I really want to go to this spot or, um, it seems great and a good opportunity, then I'll go. But for the most part, I just try to stay home now. Also, I love being around my husband. He's so, (laughs) I love him so much. And so like, he can't leave all the time. You know, if he, I know, um, you guys, didn't you go on like that? Um, you went on like a three week trip or something road trip. Yes. Yeah. Like a road trip. Yeah. Yeah. Which is so fun. And, um, if you have that opportunity to do with your person, that is incredible. And to do shoots along the way, I, I tell people to do that. Um, when they're wanting to book more out of state weddings or shoots to go do that and plan shoots, because there's no better way to advertise that you're like traveling for shoots than showing places that are not in your hometown. So anyways, if you have that opportunity, awesome. And if that's what you want, awesome. But I feel like I had it when I had it for a good four years and like I loved it so much and then I just wanted to adjust how I did it so yeah yeah totally I mean there comes a point where it's like okay I'm shooting in Kentucky but do I want to continue to do weddings in Kentucky probably not so it's (laughs) like why why are you booking that I so I just had someone on the podcast that came on here and said that and my mind was literally blown like why are you going to places that you don't want to build your portfolio in like so true. When I post, I did a wedding in Florida like two years ago. And the second I posted that I had three weddings in Florida the next year. Right. So it really is true. What you put out there is what you will get. Yes. 100%. It's, it's happened to me too, where I do one thing and then it's like, I don't want to keep shooting here. Like, why did I do that? Yeah. It's it's the worst. (laughs) But in the moment you're like, this is so fun and it's new, you know, I love, I love that. But yeah. You got to think about the future too, not just yes. the moment. <laughs> yeah. 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 Cause I, I do feel like there is a time and place where it's like, if you want to be a traveling photographer, book any travel you can, no exactly. matter where it is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So cool. Well, that was, I feel like a really good episode. Honestly, like I took a lot of mental notes, which is <laughs> great you too, from you. I'm like, okay, now, now I'm ready for our mentor session. You can mentor <laughs> this was a mentor session. This is actually you mentoring me. Surprise. 
<laughs> Turns out everybody gets to watch it. <laughs> I know, true. Um, I would love for you to tell everyone, like, if you have any exciting business projects or anything fun you have coming up in your business before we peace out. Okay. Um, I do. I'm working on some courses, so that's good. Um, I already have the posing course if people want to learn more about the posing that we talked about earlier. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm working on more courses and then um, rebranding, uh, which fun. is nice and big because I've actually never done a rebrand. So wow. <laughs> exciting. But other yeah. than that, no, that's my main focus right now. Cool. Well, where can everyone like find you on Instagram and follow you there? Um, it's at Kirsten Jones and okay. that's the only social media I use. So really? I don't talk or anything. So. Okay. Slay. <laughs> I No, it's just that I'm not, I'm not good at TikTok. <laughs> oh, that's okay. I feel like you're really good at Instagram. So it's just like, if I you're good at it, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Cool. Well, it was so good having you on today's episode. Thank you so much for being willing to share your knowledge with us. Expose my mind to clarity. Oh, my spirit shudders. Capture the moment uh, to keep my sanity and the wisdom rushing in. So much clearer. Never gone.